And so, like, since Starsky and Hutch came out, pretty much every group photo I've taken of like, strangers at a restaurant or whatever, I don't say say cheese. I say look like an angry dragon. Oh no! 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 <laughs> Oh, my God. Oh, Greg. Welcome to Bad Counsel, where Greg, Jack, and Tim freely give advice to their listeners' questions. So, let's be clear. These three are in no way qualified to be giving any advice, but I'm not so sure they know that. So, take it or leave it. Consider that your disclaimer. Now, on with the show. Well, hello, Bad Council Planet. We're so happy to have you with us, uh, and I, I am just so happy to be a part of this and what's going on. And Greg, thank you for recording on a Sunday. I know I'm, I'm messing everybody's schedule up with my travel schedule, so I appreciate it. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. I actually uh, am enjoying this Sunday morning recording session. It kind of takes us back to our old days and our last podcast, and having the light and the beautiful uh, scenery outside my windows giving me a different kind of energy. Oh. Wow. Wonderful. Well, I'm excited to explore that energy with you, Greg. Hmm. Jack, how are you doing this morning? I am doing great. That's a, that was a tough one to follow, but I'm I'm good. I had to you know postpone church, but um, I'm glad to be here as well. <laughs> were you are you the preacher or are you were you in the pews? I the pews. <laughs> he breaks into cars in the parking lot. <laughs> You'd be surprised how often they leave them unlocked. They're very trusting people. Yeah, a lot of change. A lot of change to be had. Yeah, it does feel a little sacrilegious to do this episode on a Sunday morning for yeah. sure. Hello, Katie. How are you doing this morning? I'm doing fantastic, Tim. Thank you for asking. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for asking. Thanks for being so kind. Oh, kiss ass. <laughs> You're right. I learned from the best. I was the first. <laughs> No, beautiful. We've got a fun, fun lineup for tonight. Buckle up, strap in, click your cuffs, whatever your thing is. Mm. We aren't judging. But before we get to them, as always, let's share some gratitude with everybody. And, you know, Greg has asked me to recognize as Greg is the pilot of our Instagram feed. He's a genius. He's hilarious. Mm -hmm. And there are other podcasts that recognize us on their feeds. And he asked me to make sure that we call them out. So, For Too Many Podcasts, The Court Case Podcast. Just Isabel Things podcast, Talking Single podcast, Money to Burn podcast, mm. Burn spelled B-Y-R-N-E, like David Byrne, mm. Semi-Balanced podcast, sounds good, Dangerously Strange podcast, mm. Listen, Listen, Listen podcast. We all appreciate your support. This is great. Thank you for sharing. We also had some fun reviews this week, folks. Uh, Opal Tanner, Bash Barty. Uh, this one is T-K-E-R-H-O-K-A-N. What? What? Say that slowly. Did someone have a stroke on their keyboard? I don't know. <laughs> he must have died while carving it. At least they hit enter. Right. <laughs> T-K-E-R. T-K-E-R. H-O-K-A-N. H-O-K-A-N. No, that sounds like maybe one of uh, Turdnap's cousins. Good. <laughs> <laughs> Tickerhap, the above average, right? <laughs> uh, Is that maybe the old NHLer teeth, uh, Keith to Chuck? To Chuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, can I buy a vowel, please? Right. Yeah, yeah uh, our new listener from Czechoslovakia. Um, oh, that makes sense. He's probably a hockey player. Perfect. Uh, Nitwits, 
Manuel Di Martini. Man, that guy sounds like he should be in the south of France on a yacht, doesn't mm-hmm. it? Manuel Di Martini. Fancy. The yacht rock must have brought him in. <laughs> uh, bold perceptions <laughs> at hitting send and uh, X save tops in Great Britain. Thank you for your reviews. They're wonderful. Oh, Tim, can I interrupt? Yeah. Oh. Can I interrupt? I have one shout out for Core Extra podcast. Core Extra. Go ahead, Katie. They put my name first and then they put at the bottom, not a backup drummer. So her name is first. Yeah. So thank you, Core Extra, whoever you are. Oh, and they're a podcast with Kurt and Steve. Thank you, Kurt and Steve. You're awesome. <laughs> no, that's great. That's great. I did see that. That review was awesome. And, and you are more mm-hmm. than a backup drummer. And they were really nice to you guys as well. So thank you, oh, Kurt well, and in Steve. in that case. Yeah, <laughs> well, I like them. Yeah. Good. We love them. They're great. They're fantastic. Right. All right. Back to you, Tim. Okay. Thanks, Katie. <laughs> from, <laughs> from the street. Back to you. Uh, okay. So, <laughs> so uh, first question. This one came from Wanton Destruct 11. And Wanton Destruct 11 would like Maybe to know. Maybe he was Drew Bledsoe's personal surgeon. <laughs> I get it. Number 11. Okay. So, uh, hi, guys. I joined a work bowling league, socially distanced, of course, because I saw it was an opportunity to get close to a coworker that I have a crush on. In my mind, I pictured us getting to know one another over pitches of beer and share some camaraderie of being fellow bowlers. Mm. Or share the camaraderie of being fellow bowlers. Mm. That's a strong bond. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. However, it all blew up because I suck at bowling. Mm. Now I'm the office laughing stock, and my would be girlfriend <laughs> is chief among my hecklers, <laughs> including Greg. Uh, I actually hate her now. Yes. How can I get revenge on all my horrible co workers, mm. starting with her? Mm. Huh. Well, the simple thing would be, I mean, like, just going from the first simple thing, drop a bowling ball in her foot. There you go. <laughs> and, you know, that's, that's a plausible workplace accident. Yeah. And it's not going to solve anything, but you'll feel better immediately. <laughs> or, or, you know, wait for an opportunity if a ball drops near your foot to, you know, assert that it damaged your foot and sue the company for millions and, you know, ha- make them all lose their jobs. That would be another good thing. Simple. That's not bad. You know, I you know how I hate to turn things around onto our listeners. Mm-hmm. However, didn't you know that you sucked at bowling? Like maybe you should have picked something as that first opportunity to connect that you didn't suck at. You know, but honestly, if you suck at bowling, yeah, you probably suck at everything. Like bowling, it's a pretty, it's a sport that you can eat a hot dog while you're playing. Yeah, yeah true. <laughs> how do you know that, Tim? Because I've done it, baby. <laughs> You can absolutely do it. Excuse me, sir. No food past the line, sir. Sorry, sir. Sir, the, the lanes re, re, stripped and re-waxed because of the mustard situation. <laughs> no, he's right, though, right? I mean, I, yeah, like, I seriously, if you can't impress a girl on, on the first date of bowling, then you're... I, you know, I, no offense, but and I'm going to help you answer the question in a minute. But I have to say, um, I like you shouldn't have wrote this question. Just crawl into a hole. What, like, what sport is easier than bowling? Sport. What sport is easier than bowling? Well, ping pong in a way. No, no, no like your your whole bottom, like you're standing there. I mean, you don't have to move physically, you know? but yeah, it's yeah. harder. It's harder to do if 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 somebody yeah, said, know. "Hey, this guy's pretty good at blank." 
you know, and then you try to beat him, you have a better chance of beating a good bowler, in my opinion, <laughs> no, than that's a good probably true. ping pong player. I, you know, I, yeah, I, like bowling, first of all, bowling and, and golf to me are in the same category because it's normally, in, in my experience, really not about the game, right? It's about getting drinking and hanging out and having fun and, and so on and so forth. So obviously you fuck that up as well, Tiger, because in addition to the fact that you're not a very good bowler, um, you've obviously also lost the attention or at least, well, gained the attention, but in, in the wrong direction of uh, of your would-be lover. So yeah, it's just a, it's a, it's a, hard, part, a hard place to fuck up. But Jack, I will disagree with you though that I, I think golfing is much more, I mean, closer to being a sport. You know, you know what I mean. Like, and yeah. I, I base that not only my personal experience, but you look at the quote unquote professionals of each sport. Mm. You know, in in, in golf, mm. lovable giants like John Daly and Craig Statler back from the old days. You know, they were they could be good golfers, obviously. You know, um, but. In bowling, that body type is to me the standard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, absolutely. It yep. is. And you know I, yeah, I, mean? I would say is is have we determined is cornhole is is a sport? Is that right? Oh, that is a sport, baby. Absolutely. Well, yeah, it's on ESPN for sure. Yeah, so that that I think is, lines up pretty well with bowling. No, you're true. You know that the the cornhole. Yeah, that, that's probably the only sport with worse body types than bowling. Yeah. I think if I've if I've put there are some pro bowlers that look actually halfway like they're going to live past 50 yeah but on uh definitely on the cornhole circuit yeah there's some unhealthy fellas but but at least like but corn yeah in cornhole you could literally do it and be competitive probably from a seated position <laughs> you know <laughs> i've done it from a seated position yes yeah, yeah, exactly. absolutely yes yeah too drunk to stand and still compete at cornhole in, yes in okay. an, you can do that bowling too uh <laughs> in an effort to service our listener and i that's not Jack, no one was thinking that it was with you, right? (laughs) You're the only person who thought you were going down an erotic path. (laughs) My God, I mean, when you do go to church and they say, I want you guys all to go out and do acts of service, what what the hell goes through your mind? (laughs) Anyway, I don't want to know. I mean... (laughs) um, they don't clarify. Um, so, uh, yeah, I would say um, start. you start planning next year's event, um, right? So you start planning the next year's work event and, and make it violent as hell and get really good at it. Oh. Um, so, you know, maybe some paintball. Jiu-jitsu. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Fencing, perhaps. I don't yeah. know. Like, um, something that... Yeah, that you can just, you know, spend a year <laughs> learning how to dominate that nobody else does. Make sure it's off the, you know, the beaten path so you don't have a, a lot of ringers coming in from, you know, the mail room or whatever. Um, but, um, so yeah, when the office gets together next time, it's, it's you know, paintball. And then now you're, you know, you know shooting people between the eyes. And, and um, yeah, so not only can you dominate on the field, but, but you know, that dominate obviously. Dominate the field. Yeah, you got a whole year of talking shit afterwards. You, you can know. even have friends parked out around the the course that you're paintballing, mm-hmm. sniping other people too. Right? You could you could really <laughs> That's you know have them. Up. Yeah, you could have like them it. just yeah uh, picking people off in the back in of the trees head. and shit outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You could. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh, this is getting good. But Jack, I I, I hate to be the contrarian and the oh. voice of dissent on this. But what's the likelihood that a peop a group of people who like bowling and take it seriously enough to heckle a coworker mm, are going to want to go out and get physical out in the woods. Good point. I think it's really low. But I do like the kind of 
pick yourself up by your own bootstraps mentality. So what I was thinking as another option for this guy is fake a rotator cuff injury. Ooh. You know, that's about a year <laughs> recovery. Okay, so you 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 you're, you're gonna walk around like that a little bit. You fake a rotator <laughs> cuff injury. And so you can't participate, but you can still come and observe because you want to be, you know, you're like one of those baseball players who's injured but still dresses in uniform for some unknown reason to sit on the bench. So, and then on an alternate night, you have a year. Let's give yourself a year. You 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 practice bowling Friday, Saturday, and Sunday nights. Yeah. You know, you you do like a Ralph Macchio on these pools. <laughs> You know, hate the, but, but the it, fence. Yeah, yeah. You get so good at bowling. I had a bowling instructor in college who would have been perfect for this guy. Uh, you, you do, you do so much preparation wait, that. Wait, you had a bowling class in college? Yeah, we had to take a physical education, <laughs> and that was the one you took. Was <laughs> it was one of them. Yeah, it was one of them. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it was fun. My college roommate, who I've talked about many times, and I took it together. We thought it'd be fun. And it was. And we actually learned to get really good at bowling. I've forgotten it all since, but I was really good at bowling <laughs> during that class. The The instructor, he was he reminded me immediately of Lou Gossett from that Richard Gere movie, uh, Officer and a Gentleman. <laughs> I got nowhere else to go. Uh, he, he was that serious. He lined us up. He would criticize us. We called him the doctor uh, because he was his other job. He was a part-time bowling instructor, and then he also was a, a the evening DJ on like the one of the local radio stations. Of course, of course. <laughs> but he really whipped yeah. us into shape. I thought yeah. he was going to be a surgeon. Yeah. yeah, a surgeon of the lanes. Baby. So get really good. And, and, and like and try to pretend that you're oblivious to the criticism you've been receiving. All right, and, and just kind of playfully boast right prior to the beginning of the new league year that you're gonna not you're gonna dominate the alley, and then you know start taking bets, you know, and and get everyone to bet against you, and then you know take all their fucking money. So yeah, yeah, there you go. And this again may be a little drastic, but. Mm-hmm. You know, we want to give options, right? So, I, again, depending on your age, right, this person's age, I don't know how old they are, but assuming that maybe they're a little younger, what if they, like, intentionally went out and got COVID? Ooh, wow. You know, and then brought it back to the office and, you know, passed it around. Is that too much? <laughs> That's aggressive. Yeah. <laughs> So bio warfare. Okay, you're definitely in the mood this morning, Jack. Okay, either shoot them or give them a potentially terminal uh, illness. Okay, gotcha. Okay, I again, I said that I should be at church, right? So yeah, Jack. What if what if um, you know we had we had an interesting interaction on Instagram this week, and one of our listeners suggested something that may be adaptable to this situation. Mm. What what if you created like an Alabama hot pocket situation? Of sorts with all the bowling balls. <laughs> what is an Alabama hot pocket? Oh God, no! Oh God! <laughs> I don't know why this keeps happening. No, no, no! I don't, I don't even think I don't think you want Jack to define this. You one don't. Time. No. Really. Okay. Yeah, so right. listeners, is that a real thing though? It like, is. Or it's a real thing. It's that on, it, no, it's no. on our Instagram. I didn't know about it until yesterday. It was one of our Instagram fans uh, referenced it in, in a response fa- to Donkey. Well, yeah. we referenced it in response to something. Oh, God. 
So I want our listeners to know that, that, that we said, you know, we probably we probably should clean the show up a little. Maybe just make it a little, just a little nicer. We get in. We're not even 20 minutes in. We're already talking about Alabama Hot Pockets and donkey punching. And and now I have to know, like, what is an Alabama Hot Pocket? You, know, no. you really don't, you really don't want to know. You, you don't really don't. Have it's disgusting. It's, yeah. like, I, I, I didn't bring it up. I'm just I'm interacting with our yeah. listeners. That's what they bring it up. T- that's what they Listen, want to hear about. Okay, you got, right. that's why you have me. Okay, if you have to know, I'll let you know. Um, yeah. you know, you had to know. Face DM pirate, Jack. angry dragon. Those were important that you move on with your <laughs> life with that knowledge. This one, trust me. I wish yeah. I didn't know. <laughs> See. <laughs> Okay, yeah. I'm going to let that one lie then. We'll I, I have to right make a fun, another comment on, on the angry dragon. Yeah, I, I wasn't aware of Alabama Hot Pocket till yesterday. I wasn't aware of, uh, what was it, Pirate Face, Jack? <laughs> face Pirate. Face yeah, yeah. Pirate until a while ago. And, and I wasn't aware of Angry Dragon until our last week's episode. And, and as I was listening back to the episode, driving home from work one night, I couldn't help but laugh at myself because over the years, I've I've gotten accustomed when in a group photo situation if i'm taking photos of co-workers or family members or things like that i i, I remember that that movie uh the starsky and hutch remake where will ferrell was in prison and he was saying you know look at me like an angry dragon like now i don't think he had that type of angry dragon in mind Jack, but it does sound weird but I thought it was pretty innocent and undefinable. And so, like, since Starsky and Hutch came out, pretty much every group photo I've taken of, like, strangers at a restaurant or whatever, I don't say, say cheese. I say, look like an angry dragon. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> it's been bad. Oh, my gosh. Oh, Greg. You That's know somebody the- <laughs> in one of those group photos actually knew what an angry dragon is. Right? Yeah, the one cousin grabs the other cousin in the corner. You know what he's talking about, right? <laughs> yeah, it's it's yeah, I'll never use it again. Thank you, Jack. I told you he was a weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> okay, so uh, let's bring it back to Wanton Destruct eleven. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We 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 basically have um do a, do a karate kid. Go and just become the best bully you possibly be. Everyone thinks you're injured. Start taking bets. Take all their money when you kick their ass in the lanes, which is probably the most healthy of the three choices. Then we have go get COVID and infect everybody else. And we have take <laughs> the, the paintball, be violent, and potentially set up snipers to pick off uh, your coworkers. Which is my favorite out of the three. That one sounds like the most fun. Okay. Well, I think those are... I think you know, we've given yeah, this, this listener a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You Thanks can decide for what level of dick you'd like to be. Right. Exactly. Right. Which, how often do you get to do that, right? I daily. <laughs> 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 okay. So, this <laughs> this next question comes from at KTEL Rockin. And KTEL Rockin would like to know, Hi, guys. My wife has me on something called the paleo diet. We're supposed to eat like hunter-gatherers, I guess. Anyway, I can't stick to it, so I've, got, I've been having massive unhealthy lunches when I'm at work. 
she weighs me daily, and I've actually gained six pounds. She wants to double down on this diet, but that will only make my lunch habits worse. How do I break it to her that I think her strategy is nutty? I love my wife and don't want to hurt her feelings. But if I have to endure any more meals of salmon, sunflower seeds, and squash, I may have to lose my shit. Please save me. I want some ravioli and garlic. (laughs) I think that... um, So, yeah. So, hunter-gatherer diet. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, I I would suggest that a couple of things cross my mind. First, and probably easiest, you know, educate your wife on the Neanderthals. You know, they weren't slim people. You know what I mean? They weren't attractive people. You know? You know, take her to a museum of natural history and kind of contemplate what you're beholding when you go to the Neanderthal display. You're like, oh, yeah, look, honey, it says here that these folks existed on and were essentially hunter-gatherers. Yep. Oh, that's great. They look, Boy, they look strong and fit, don't they? <laughs> you know? I love or, it. Or, or go again. I, you know, I love to use reverse psychology. Go even more extreme. Right. Yep. That's you know? right. Yeah. And, and so, don't cook the salmon, and, and don't allow your wife to purchase it in stores. No. That, yeah. Catch it. Yeah. She's yep. just yeah. Scavenge. Yep. You know. For, <laughs> yep. You, know so, you know what, honey? You're right. you're right. Let's take this. Yeah. To the extreme. Here's a Bowie knife. Yeah. Uh, here's a bow and arrow, and um, and here's a, a fishing rod. And I'll see you back here at six. Yeah, for I bought you a grist mill, you know, uh, and here's a flint and a stone to start fires in the backyard. Mm-hmm. Think of all the calories you'll when, burn, hunter, uh, scavenging for food. Yeah, and then when you go out and 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 kill that first animal for dinner, mm-hmm. just leave it on the porch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> right. When's dinner gonna be ready, honey? <laughs> Well, yeah, and then and, and then expand it, Jacko. Like, you know, we're going to lead not just a paleo diet, honey. We're going to lead a paleo lifestyle. Yep. I'm going to treat you like the, the Neanderthal guys treated their ladies. You know, we're going to sleep outside. You know, we're going to poop outside. That's right. You know? <laughs> and grab her by her hair and drag her to a cave. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, if she gives you any guff, give her a quick slap in the chops. You know? <laughs> You're like, no, 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 no. no. Only men led the tribes back in the paleo days. This is how you wanted it, honey. Yeah. Yeah. Now, here's a stick. Go take down that cow. Just pull over the side of the highway adjacent to a farm and be like, I'll I'll wait. Go, Go kill that cow with this stick. <laughs> and that you can yeah you can extreme it as far as you you know if that doesn't work keep going right yeah. we're gonna we're gonna tear down the house and start over again here's a saw go cut down some trees saw jack <laughs> they didn't have saws back oh, yeah. <laughs> Here, here's, here's a stone that i've roughly fashioned into a hand axe <laughs> here's, a, here's a stone and a stick <laughs> And a vine. <laughs> go, go provide for us. Yeah, go provide for us. Mm-hmm. Well, there you go. I think I don't think we need any more. I think no. uh, just go full paleo. Right. That's yep. a, that's that's our answer. Full paleo in every way. I love it. We don't need we don't need clothes. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. Just some chinchilla fur and uh, put it around your waist, and you'll be all set. Mm-hmm. All right. Don't get it wet. Don't get it wet. Okay, well, there you go, K-Tail rockin'.
This next question comes from at Dingleberry Juicer. K-Tel, was K-Tel, <laughs> was it K-Tel? Am I correct? Was K-Tel? Freedom the, Rock. Wasn't it in, in, yeah. in the Reservoir Dogs? Wasn't that the station that oh, they were yeah, listening yeah, to yeah. in Reservoir Dogs? K-Tel? With, they, were uh, also, they were also a company that put out like, you know, Freedom Rock, Sounds of Summer, K-Tel oh, presents. <laughs> you know, yeah. Sorry. I love that. I digress. It's well, Mullet Rock. <laughs> Camaro hair rock. Yeah. All right. Well, there you go. Camaro hair rock. All right. So this next question comes from at Dingleberry Juicer. Yeah. And Dingleberry Juicer. <laughs> those are pain. I think those are like pain. <laughs> Dingleberry wasn't enough. <laughs> you know what? I'm trying to eat all these Dingleberries. Is there any way we can we can get it down to a juice a little healthier? <laughs> right. Well, uh, Dingleberry Juicer would like to know, um, what is the best way to quit smoking? Also, most effective and creative way? Interesting. Uh, My parents were hypnotized, I think, in the 80s to stop smoking. And it worked for my mom, but not for my dad. Really? Oh, yeah? Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have. Um, I've yeah, I've had that experience. Um, I guess technically, you can't quit more than once, or can you? I don't know. However, you describe it, but <laughs> quit for a time, I, I guess, yeah, I mean. <laughs> extended period of pause. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So as far as as I mean, it, to be honest, it, it, you know, for me personally, those patches work well. Um, mm. You know, and and they kind of you get that. I don't even use them correctly. I, they're supposed to do like two weeks of of the first stage, then two weeks of the second stage. I do. Like a, a few days of the first stage, a few days of the second, but I'm pretty good at that point, mm. um, personally. As far as, um, you know, effective goes, um, you know, obviously you could, you know, I mean, there's, I mean, effective, if you really, really wanted to quit, um, you know, I guess you could take the, the pack of cigarettes that you got and give it to a friend and, and you know, along the lines of, um, you know, Russian roulette, maybe have them, you know, put some cyanide or something in one of the cigarettes. And then, you know, at some point throughout your pack, you'll die. Uh, so that should, you know, I would think that would be good motivation. It might, if that was the last pack of cigarettes on earth, maybe. Oh yeah, I guess. Well, it depends on, yeah, how committed you are. I mean, if you stick with that pack, you will quit within 20 cigarettes for sure. Well, that's true. For sure. You know, I, I, I think a good way might be, you know, I've gone through periods of smoking, uh, like college and then some different times throughout the years. And, and one of the ways that I quit smoking uh, one time was I, I must have had like a gallon of Boone's Farm wine. Mm. Oh, boy. And like, you know, and, and within like a six-hour period, smoked an entire pack of cigarettes. And so it just, it made me so violently ill and so uh, hung over the next morning. That you got a that, head start. <laughs> yeah, I still yeah. haven't gone back to Boone's Farm. Well, yeah, I love ever well. That's <laughs> been said once or twice in the world yeah. for sure. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, you know, and then and you know, maybe smoke some weed. You know, another you know substitute. Oh, yeah. Get a little good. something out of that at least. Yeah, less dangerous for you, and yeah, help you ease. You know, you know what's fun um, might be entertaining what? is. Um, have you ever put like one of those um, like exploding popper things in someone's cigarette? No, is that fun? It is. I mean, if you're not the person doing it, or if you're sitting right. across the table, it's fucking yeah. fun. Yeah, yeah. 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 Less fun for them. 
um, yeah, for something to you know be on fire and explode in front of your face. But um, that is but, a good idea. But yeah, it, again, you know, probably over time, you would think that you'd only let that happen so many times before it became you know a negative, and and that's what it's all about, <laughs> right? Negative association. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, that's good. Like a traumatic experience, they forever associate. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then again, you know, whatever, it's all up to your level of addiction and, and, you know, how serious you are about. So you got folks that, you know, I know some people would like uh, put a a rubber band around their wrist. Right. And then every time they had an urge, they'd snap the rubber band to, yeah, kind of give them that negative reinforcement. Right. Mm -hmm. So that, you know, obviously, if you're at a higher level or, you know, if it's more important to you, you can do the same thing with, say, you know, a knife in your leg. Um, you know, so eventually you would, (laughs) you would associate, I'm just saying again, depending on how bad it is and, and, you know, how addicted you are again, it should work, right? We're, we're trying to, you know, give them ideas that would work. I I think all of these would work probably a little drastic. How about positive reinforcement? You know what I mean? Like I'll use my cigarette money. I'll, I'll save it up and use it for cocaine once a month. That's not a bad idea or hookers. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's not a bad idea. Yeah, 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 I'm going to turn this, yeah, this polluting my lungs. I'm going to delay the several time a day graduation uh, gratification for an end of the month cocaine binge. I mean, that right. might be something to work for. Have you ever done cocaine and not smoke, though? That's probably bad. Well, at least you're reducing the amount of smoking you're doing, even in that scenario. Sure, that is true, because you're, yeah, only doing it while you do the cocaine. That then, yeah, and then now you have control over it, so, you know, that's the true... If you can smoke and then not smoke again, that's that's true control. So don't ever truly quit. You know, always smoke another cigarette every now and then just to, you know, make sure that you know you have control. Okay. That's uh, not good advice, actually. It's- <laughs> that's, that's right. Uh, well, we never claim to give good advice, right? That's I mean- true. That's a good point. That's, yep. I remember when we talked about the, the show at the beginning, we decided that. So we have, uh, we have, yes, get, get very sick, right? Yeah, get very, yep. We <laughs> make yourself sick. We have delay your gratification and uh, then, you know, go on a Coke binge at the end of the month with all your uh, nicotine money that you didn't spend. Uh, or stab yourself in the leg every time you have the urge to smoke, right? So that's, that's yeah. what we got for Dingleberry Juicer. Or, yeah, something, yeah, something similar. You, you yeah. mentioned the Coke binges, right? Yeah. You got. I mean, at the end of the month, you're talking about like uh, you know a couple hundred dollars worth of coke. That's you know, right. That's a party. Right. It's yeah, nice. yeah. that's a party. And you, I mean, think about it too. Socially, like you, you want to hang out with smokers, or you want to hang out with you know, people who enjoy coke on the weekends. That's yeah. probably a much more fun time. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I guess in some senses, maybe in other senses, not so much. But yeah, I mean, it's it's all up to Dingleberry, right? <laughs> right, or right. Dingleberry right. juicer. Yeah. We're giving him options. I mean, he, I, I think I think he's thoroughly explored the Nicorette route, you know, so he wants some creative thinking. Yeah, something a little different. Mm-hmm. Nicorette's a fine product, though, if they wanted to sponsor yeah, yeah, us. We I wouldn't would, say no. Yeah, absolutely. Fine product. Absolutely fine product. <laughs> okay, next question. This next question comes from Eeny Meeny Go 2. And Eeny Meeny Go 2 would like to know, Hi, guys. I work as a betting window agent at a dog track in Florida. I get that it's morally que- it's a morally questionable sport, but I need the money. And because I know it's wrong, which is why I haven't had any hesitation to steal from the assholes who bet on the poor dogs. Ooh. Wait, did I read that wrong? Mm-hmm. Oh, and because I know it's wrong, I, have, I haven't had any hesitation to steal from the assholes who bet on the poor mm. dogs. Mm. 
You'd think that gamblers would pay attention to what they are owed, but so many of the degenerate types wait at the end of the day to cash out. I hold back a third of the tickets, which I then give to my boyfriend who brings them back the next day to cash. Again, I feel zero guilt. The problem is that track security has begun to suspect my boyfriend is up to something. They don't know he's my boyfriend, so I'm still safe, I guess. Should I dump my boyfriend and keep him out of trouble uh, so that I can start and then uh, and so that I can start dating, dating a new guy who will assist me in my crime? Super cute guy moved into my apartment building, and I'm feeling like it may be fate. <laughs> oh boy, eeny meeny. Well, well, um, boy, oh boy. Well, this is definitely one of our listeners. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah. right. Exactly. No yeah. Surprise. She's, got, she's gotten to this point. Uh, <laughs> and, she, and what she's saying, she's not looking for advice. She's looking for affirmation. That, you know, we're evolving. Yeah, yeah. Our she listeners. seems pretty, yeah. She seems, yeah, yeah. First of all, I thought he said window bedding, which I was really interested into what that would be exactly. Like B-E-D-D-I-N-G. You don't, oh. Wait a second, Jack. You don't have throw pillows on your windowsills? <laughs> <What>? <laughs> He's fuck, clearly dude. not married, Greg. Um, yeah, we. Yeah. Um, so yeah, but um, so first of all, that like nice scam, like uh, you know, makes sense, right? It, like that's you know pretty well thought out. Other than the fact that obviously the boyfriend's in in some trouble. You know, she seems like she's got a nice little racket going there. She seems like she's got a big, pretty good grasp on it. She didn't say how the boyfriend was was under investigation or, or what have you what you know if it was her doing or, or his but in either case um you know yes if she drops him um she'll learn from her mistakes she'll be able to fix whatever it was that that created this situation for the next one and um and keep it going it, it seems like uh seems like that's where her love is is uh is the extra money she's getting out of the deal not uh not the douchebag doing it for her. Yeah, I agree, but I I agree. You know, um, move on, uh, keep, perpetuate your crime. But I, I, Jack, I think your need, answer needs a little tweaking so that she can tie up potential loose ends. Nice. Uh, I mean, in a way, she's doing her current boyfriend a service by, um, you know, not requiring him to jeopardize his uh, his freedom any longer. But if she just drops him, I got to imagine he's part benefiting in a partial or even a substantial way as a party to her crimes True. and he might genuinely care about the girl and get his hurt, feelings hurt when she dumps him so that's a liability so if i were her i would be proactive and and not just dump him and hope that he doesn't go back to the track I would turn him into security. Get him caught. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yep, yeah, yep. yeah. I was going to say, you also, yeah, not only that, what you just said, but you also, you know, the, the possibility, right, that he's benefiting from it, and he's going to, you know, turn her in. He's going to, you know, flip right. on her. Because so. he's bitter. Yep, yep. So, yeah, you do have to cut it off at the path. Um, unfortunately, yeah, she she is... Um, yeah, she's. I mean, it sounds like she's gonna in a good spot with the new guy in the in the apartment mm-hmm. building. First of all, if a new, a good looking guy moves into your apartment building and that's fate, um, then you're not in a good relationship right now. So um, it, should, it should take a little more than Jimmy moved in upstairs. So uh, that's Jack's personal advice to our listeners, <laughs> right? <laughs> Yeah, so turn them in, you know, uh, and obviously they're going to suspect that you were in cahoots. So as part of your, um, part of you turning him in, say that he was threatening you that if you didn't participate, um, 
you know, there would be negative consequences. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All you got, yeah, you got, you cut it off. We had a, a situation once. Um, I don't, know, you know, I mentioned once or twice that we made some bad decisions when I was younger, mm-hmm. and there was a group of us, and we won't get into the details of it, but let's just say that there were guns that were in someone's house and then they weren't in someone's house and then they were in our house but anyway the the there's one person that that kind of helped Minor set all detail. this thing up right and that person um you know was was not trustworthy he wasn't part of the group he wasn't someone we knew and of course he's the one that ended up uh, getting caught and and flipping basically on everyone else um so we did just that we we went into this um you know extreme story of of you know how uh, not only one of us, but but actually all of us were banging his girlfriend, and um, she of course enjoyed it, but you know didn't he obviously wasn't very happy with it, so that he threatened us to go out and do this crime and turn it you know turn us in. Mm-hmm. Um, so the fact of the matter is, his fingerprints were there. There were multiple of us telling the same story, and um, so it the works. greater good was served. Not that that happened, but hypothetically, if it had happened, mm-hmm. <laughs> that would have been how it happened. <laughs> So there's some options. Yeah. <laughs> so um, and um, I was a little distracted. You guys might did did you yeah, say man. do it so that he gets caught, but she it's not known that she's the one that turned him in. Yeah, yeah. She's got. Okay. Well, no, no, no. She's no. she. Yeah, she uh, she has to take it like a step further, right above and beyond just yeah, turning yeah. him in. Um, yeah, she's got to she's got to be the one to turn him in so that she can explain all of the reasons that he's going to try to manipulate her oh, when okay, it comes. Yeah. So right. she's going to cut that off beforehand so that when he comes with it, it's they're already prepared. Yeah. For. We, we knew you were going to say that. Obviously, she told us that you were going to say that it was her idea. Right. You know, that right, type right. of stuff. Yep. Or, or if you have a friend at the track who you're having a falling out with, you know, create a conspiracy. It was Ooh. my boyfriend in cahoots with my coworker. Yeah, 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 Susie. Because um, he bitch. was always he was always hanging around here, and I guess those two got, you know, got close, and they concocted this. They tried to bring me in on it, but I refused and came directly to you guys yeah. as soon as I found out. There are there really still dog tracks out there? There are, there are. They, uh, yeah, at least here, Florida. It's it's crazy that they they still exist in this day and age. <laughs> It is pretty crazy. And, they can, and they find jockeys willing to participate. It's crazy. It's crazy <laughs> that they can ride those little things. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they're chupacabras. I mean, yeah, chinchillas. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So there you go, Eeny Meeny. That's right. So we're getting, yeah, we're getting questions uh, all the way down the line. Uh, this is mm-hmm. great. Okay. And it so. is you, woman. Right down the line. What would be cool is if you if you had chinchillas riding on chupacabras racing at these places. Mm-hmm. That I would go to. That would be cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be nice. Well, we did get a couple of voicemails, fellas. Mm. Um, right. So uh, let me play the first one for you here. Huh, that's good. We need these voicemails. Oh, I'm sorry. We did get some voicemails. Uh, we did get some voicemails, fella and ladies. No. Fellas and lady. Yeah, there's one. Yep, thanks. Yep, yep, yep. There's, yep. We need a non-gender specific, uh, we need a non-gender specific term that encapsulates the four of us. Folks. Guys. Guys does, guys. yeah, right? That does. Hey, guys. I mean, technically. Yeah. Hey, guys, we got some voicemails. How about we go to get some voicemails? <laughs> oh, that sounds great. Okay, fantastic. <laughs> Yay, thanks. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Woo. I hope they're important. 
Hi, guys. I'm hoping you can help me with a little dilemma. I'm really wanting to spice up my sex life and have asked my husband to go shopping with me. He's not comfortable going to a sex store, so any advice you could give on how to convince him would be great. Thanks so much. I wonder if this is the Amish guy's girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, first stop is is an MMA shop. Get some of those five pound gloves. <laughs> what a great wife! Did she say? She said he's a. It's a man that doesn't want to go to a sex shop. Yes, she wants to spice some things up, and he does not want to go. Hmm. I don't. Um, Jack, you can weigh in on this. What are some good advices, girl? Help help this guy out. I can't. I can't relate. Like, how, like, I see a sex shop and I want to go into it. If a female wanted me to, like, I can't think of, if a female, like, I've gone to the effing opera for girls before. Why wouldn't you go to a sex shop? Like, like that, I don't know. I'm having a hard time relating to, and she said she wants to spice it up or they wanted to spice it up. She wants to spice it up. Yeah, well, I, yeah, but, I, maybe. <laughs> well, well, Jack, this guy's probably a closet freak, and he doesn't want to go to the sex shop because they live in a small town. And he's going to walk in, it's going to be like Norm from Cheers. <laughs> Jack! Jack, welcome back. <laughs> the usual. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's right. That's exactly it. Products on hold for him. I can't keep these anal beads on the shelf, Jack. (laughs) So that's a possibility. He's he's, he's expecting a mold made of his girl's ass coming in for him in that drink. That actually that makes more sense than anything else, right? I, yeah, right? Now that you mentioned it, that I can see that as opposed to not having interest. So that actually that, that's probably the most likely situation. So you're, the good thing is you guys are closer uh, mentally than you know. Uh, you just got to figure out a way to get him to admit it. I guess if that you know, assuming that that's the case. Jack, I'm going to ask a question, and I'm not saying that you definitely know this, but I think there's a strong possibility that you do. You know, (laughs) (laughs) I'm guessing it's not a math equation. (laughs) It's not. It's not at all. So, in in the era of COVID, and now that we live, Mm. have have sex shops adapted their operating model, like stores have and restaurants have? Where you can have private viewings or even like, you know, the car dealers driving your car over to your house. Can you have like a, a personal showing uh, within your own home from the sex shop? Because if that's a possibility, that might be a fun surprise for the wife to spring upon the husband. That I mean, that's not a bad idea. Um, they, do, they do have, um, mm-hmm. you know, uh, what are the like sex parties? Uh, they're they're like. They? Like Tupperware parties in the old days, but look, look, Katie. Katie's yeah. nodding. Katie's familiar. Katie, have Wait, you been to have you been to one of these parties, Katie? Oh uh, yeah, like I mean, like Avon and whatnot. Yeah, they the moms Wait, do that Avon for extra is a money. Sex co- a sex no, no, I'm selling. They have the same sales model, just like oh, you would sell oh, like yeah. home makeup products. They have yeah, the sex toy parties. So let me no. ask you a question because I'm interested in this. I've always wanted to attend one of these. It's mostly girls, right? 
Yeah, I when yeah. I when That's my daughter I was younger, all the moms would have them to make extra money. To make extra money. What? Interesting. Yeah, because so, like uh, if I you mean, host Eli, a party, you get a percentage of what all the other moms. Are we buy. talking about the same product? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Vibrators. Yeah. So, oh, okay. like, all right. Yeah, so in Avon, in the Avon parties, don't you like try on the makeup and stuff? And you're like, yes. oh, that looks nice. And uh-huh. so would that be the? <laughs> well, like they they lay out the samples. They put like a they put it. You know, a table, and they lay out all the samples of everything right. out. Uh, but, you haven't deduced where Jack's going with this question. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they don't so let you I'm try just, those things, no. Yeah. You don't try them. No. They Nobody have, like, does. They, they do have lube samples out, generally, and they well, will let duh. you try them. I have lube samples out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just... Wait, wait a second. They have lube samples out, and they'll ask you to try them? In what way? How do you like, try them? <laughs> with your fingers like oh okay because oh, okay. <laughs> I was, like, I was huh? gonna answer differently yeah yeah, yeah. so <laughs> even the the like so the, the host doesn't either there's not like the host and then like the person that sh- like her vanna white so to speak that shows you how each of the the things are used or anything they like turn that. them on but they don't but they don't show the utilize them no. in the no yeah so yeah less interested <laughs> now I, uh, yeah <laughs> Jack, I want to go back to an earlier point you made, though, that, yeah. that these, you, you, you said that these you know, sex product parties are, are now kind of the, the common modern equivalent of old Avon parties back in the 70s. So are you suggesting, you son of a bitch, that if my mom had been born 30 or 40 years later, she'd be having fucking sex parties at her yes, house? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Yep. Jesus. Yep. I mean, your mom probably had a sex party or two anyway, but that's different. Um, Well, we know we know for a fact, not to be all Xander and Stone here, we know for a fact that she had at least six sex parties. (laughs) (laughs) I can't comment beyond that. There's evidence. There's no evidence beyond that. And some myths are le- better left unresearched. <laughs> so yeah. So ultimately, well being. Yeah, you're, you're, yeah, you're, you. Either way, you. Well, you need to expose this guy and, and get him to to tell you why he doesn't want to go. There's no dancing around this one. Get up in his face. Figure it out. Um, you either need to break up with him and and find somebody that's interested in going, or find out who he truly is, which may end up you know with you breaking up with him but mm-hmm. um yeah i'm leaning towards greg okay well there you go not to, to go to the sex shop with me but your answer i mean yeah. <laughs> so bring bring the party to him yeah <laughs> or go to a different town go to a sex shop right, in a right, different right. town or, or purchase uh something and bring it home and then kind of intentionally fumble around with the proper usage or putting it together or where mm. to find the batteries and and just you know do it in his presence and say honey honey we can watch your show as soon as i figure this out and when he gets frustrated and takes the situation under control and perfectly assembles whatever it is then you can you know turn the tables on him <laughs> <laughs> it's just a thought okay all right well let's we did get one more uh this week so let's give me a second here boom uh hey i just want to get some more information on that ghost fucking stuff you guys were talking about last week um if you could call me back or just text me the info that would be great thank you <laughs> okay call them uh, back <laughs> i think i think they're uh, they're referring well that they, they call in right so somebody we must have some information for them so 
I, I think they're I, probably I, referring to the the succubus uh, situation from last week. You think? I guess that probably. That yeah, guess? it sounded like that's what. Right? They mentioned. Hey, Kitty, Greg, did you did you think that voice sounded familiar at all to you? Um, no. I, don't I don't know if it was just me. No, I'm going to play it again of, for you, and you tell me who you think potentially might have left this. There's a, lo- a lot of people call in. It, well, it you sounded, know, now that you're saying that, it was it Tyler. There's a lot of callers. Uh, hey, I just want to get some more information on that ghost fucking stuff you guys were talking about last week. Um, if you could call me back or just text me the info, that would be great. Thank you. I don't understand why it matters that this like don't we don't sit here and break down every call that we get or where it's coming from or the uh, fact of the well, matter. Why are you is that, reacting so strongly to this? I'm and, just saying why, we have a I'm wondering why this caller that, would say, "Write me." And text they would ask, they ask for information. Our our people ask for information all the time. It's our responsibility to give them information. Now we're like breaking it down. Who who is this? Where did it come from? Who gives well, I don't normally do that, but this caller sounded an awful lot like you. Oh, is that Jack? It sounded like it Jack, sounded like, it Jack sounded like Jack's version of Billy Bob. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Yes. I don't. Like uh, yeah, I'm gonna play it one I, more time. You just tell me. You just tell me, guys. This is ridiculous. This is, this is I'm insulted. Uh, hey, I just want to get some more information on that ghost fucking stuff you guys were talking about last week. <laughs> um, if you could call me back or What's just text like me the me? info, that would be great. Thank you. Well, I wouldn't have known it was Jack, that's for that's sure. Uh, you're marvelous. He always Jack. says, oh, hey. And if you listen to the beginning, it says, oh, hey. Hey, oh, hey. And then he says, thank you. And he always says, thank you, like that. And, and I'm telling you, this is Jack. Jack, you fucking called in trying to get listen. that information from the succubus lady. I... I'm, you know, yeah, it was me. But I knew it. I just wanted some information about sex ghosts. <laughs> I listen to your voice all the time. I was like, who says that? He's the only guy that says, "Oh, hey, like that." Just it's, it's game that's, right. the, that's the his accent quick twirl, twirl for the two left footed guy. <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> right. That's it. That's it. I should have left the twirl out. My bad. Just send the fucking information. (laughs) (laughs) Nice try, dude. Nice try to to throw a voicemail onto our voicemail. Potential dating app for that, (laughs) John. Demonic lovers, right? There's a market. Yeah, there's a market. Good stuff. Okay, Uh, we do have one more question. This question comes from (laughs) blah 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 boring me blah. So, um, my ex. Blah blah blah. Uh, <laughs> Dude, Jack, you're opening up Pandora's Ouch. box. I had about two or three marriage jokes like queued up in my mind, and I was like, nope, nope, not gonna. Not gonna do I'll say. I'll, I'll step out on the plank. You yeah. went there. He did it. He did it. Today, it's a kinder, gentler, bad counsel today. People. It is. It is. Oh. Sunday morning. It's easy like Sunday morning. Um, so, uh, blah, 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 boring me, blah, uh, would like to know. Hi, bad counselors. I have a dilemma. <laughs> we get that one more extra blah, blah in there. Extra blah. It's blah. Blah. Is that enough blahs? Uh, you blah, blah, blah. blah, Jack. No, they, they didn't want to do it. That was over the top, but blah, blah, boring me, blah, was taken. Was taken, and they didn't want to use a number. Yeah, they're like, so I could do number 27, but I know yeah. Greg will give me shit for that. Right. So I just add an extra blah. Add a blah. Add a blah. <laughs> when in doubt, add a blah. Add a blah. And, you know, since they've established that voicemail, there's been 17 other people, so there's somebody with 18 blahs 
proceeding. Uh, okay, so uh, boring me blah uh, would like to know. Hi, bad counselors. I have a dilemma. I'm a freshman in college. I've had mm. the same serious boyfriend since ninth grade. He goes to a college across state, so we don't see each other much, except weekends home when we both are there and on holidays. I love him, and it's a good relationship. This semester, however, I met another guy who I also like. Mm. Before I really knew what hit me, we started dating, and I think he might be the right person for me. Mm. My dilemma is that we live in the same general suburban area of our city. My college boyfriend's high school is only like 10 miles from where my high school boyfriend and I live. Neither guy knows about the other. Shit's going to hit the band this summer, though, if I don't sort things out. Should I juggle both, date both openly, or dump one? So, summer. So, she got, we got a few months to work with. Oh, that's good. Yeah, you think about the timeline, right? You Things yeah. could change. You could still yeah. be flexible. Yeah, you could ride it out a little longer if you wanted to. Or, or we could just end on the voicemail. <laughs> uh, Why can't we hear him? Can't hear you. Oh, Greg. he's talking? Greg's talking. Yeah, I just texted yeah. him. I can't hear him. Oh, yeah. oh, he's been talking the whole time? Yeah, he's been talking the whole time. <laughs> the whole show, oh, yeah. Shit. <laughs> okay. Oh. How about hey. that? Oh. Yeah. I okay. muted right. my microphone because I sneezed earlier. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> and then you didn't turn okay, it back on. That's what I thought happened. Again, Tim? I thought... I- I thought Kate. I read the text too quick. She sent too. So I, th- <laughs> I thought Katie's text said, "Can't hear me." I can't hear. Like she couldn't be heard. Uh, I'm also high, so that doesn't help. Uh, <laughs> like, we can't hear you. She was shaking her head and then texting me. I was like, "Oh my god, we can't hear her." <laughs> Do not operate thing. heavy machinery. Uh, I can see your mouth Don't. moving. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So read that question again, Tim. Sorry. Oh, God. Uh, well, basically, no. she's dating two guys that come from the same hometown. Oh, yeah. Summer's coming, and she's got to figure out, should she dump one? Should she dump the other? Or should she date them both openly? Yeah. So uh, my thought was that she, or my, her initial inclination is to, to play these guys, because otherwise, she would just tell her high school boyfriend, hey, I've moved on. Or, you know, um, unless she still loves them both. And in that case... You know, maybe a polyamory situation, Jack. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, always a possibility, right? Never close that door. Mm-mm. I am, this reminded me, I'm actually watching a uh, a show now, I know Tim loves this, on Netflix called The One. Have you guys ever heard of it? I've seen it. No, what's that? It's uh, it's pretty interesting. It's um, So I'm in the middle of it, but it's basically, essentially, the, these uh, scientists through, through ants and, and DNA figured out essentially how to... Uh, find the your perfect match through DNA searches and so on and so forth. They can find each human being's perfect match, the person they're supposed to be with hmm. uh, on the planet, and um, and then it just you know kind of goes from there. So you got you know all of a sudden divorce rates are like skyrocketing right uh-huh. because people are married, and then now today, yesterday it wasn't the case. Today I can sign up and find out who my perfect match is. Um, so it's just pretty interesting going you know through through the the different. Um, you know, uh, uh, hills and, and valleys that uh, that you go through with it. But it may, kind of made me think about that because, again, she was what seems to be in a happy, you know, loving, everything was great relationship. And then, you know, somebody else came along and all of a sudden there's, you know, question. And, and uh, so, I, you know, I, again, ultimately, you know, there's two things that happen generally in, in relationships, right? Uh, one is is boredom. 
right? One is that, you know, time, right? You just, you spend enough time eventually with, with certain people. And, and if you don't have that initial connection, if you don't have that true, uh, whatever it is, uh, then that is going to deteriorate. Um, you know, that, uh, to me is a big deal. The other, um, you know, so it sounds like that might be the case and, and that's going to be the case always, right? Um, you know, most situations, if you're in a relationship and someone else, uh, you know, shows you attention, gives you what, there's some sort of excitement that happens. Um, you know, the, the difference between loyalty and, and, you know what I mean? Good relationship, bad relationship is what you do with that. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, she some seems to- sort, some sort of excitement, Jack, that's called emotion. The cool thing about the the the, the show I'm watching is when they do meet their their actual. I feel less murderous for some reason yeah. <laughs> when they do meet their their match. They call it the match, right? So when you do finally meet your match, they like each time immediately that they feel like they knew each other, like they they met before. There was some it was above and beyond. So so again there was this this real true like genetic physical contact that you know uh connection um that existed. So wait wait a second though Jack. Yeah. So this uh, something you just said now takes this scientific premise that you're describing and blows it into the absurd. Mm. So so like if divorce <laughs> rates are skyrocketing because people you know, one half of a couple realizes that their ideal match is somebody out there. there. Yep. And not just out there. You're going to you get can told locate them, correct. Yeah, yeah. So, so am I to believe that the only people who anyone's perfect matches are, or is somebody else participating in this experiment? So, yeah, yeah. so the, or, the way it works. Okay, well, or, or, because if not, wouldn't the stalker case uh, skyrocket along with divorce <laughs> rates? It's like, no, no. <laughs> You know, quit coming to my house. It's like, no, but I assure you, I was told by the producers of the one that you're my perfect match. I'm so, going to call the police. You know? So obviously, both people have to be part of the database. Well, what, um, what a what a coinky dink that your worldwide perfect match also is participating so, in this net Netflix game show. Come on, no, no, no. It's not. Yeah, it's not. A, no, no, no. It's it's yeah. It's a it's a show. It's a movie, right? It's a it's a fake. So in within the movie, this is something that that is taken over the planet it's become the most popular oh. thing oh, in existence movie. yeah yeah it's a, yeah yeah it's not it a, a documentary show yeah it's not like i watch the sh- not like i watch gremlins and think uh. it's real for christ's uh, yeah. sake <laughs> right um, yeah. Yeah. So, so so yeah so it's a, yeah everybody is is aware of it every it's the okay. the you know most okay, important thing on the planet absolutely but yeah just the different and then then there's the the added twist where like the, the you know these two people connect she's going to come see her for the first time uh, they're finally going to meet. She gets off the plane, walks into the street, gets hit by a bus. So now you know that you had the perfect person. You know that that person existed. Of course, now they're gone, and you'll never now have <laughs> that person again. So obviously some negatives there. Um, I don't know why I got so far down this tangent. Yeah, that seems pretty This is common. a little more interesting than, yeah. the, than the question, though. And we did, we did start to watch this the other night, honey. Do you not oh, remember? We, did. No, we watched no. all the way all the way to that point. <laughs> you were you were really high, but we did well, start know, to yeah. watch this you, the other you know, night. Maybe that's how Ms. Tolentino became confused. But getting back to our, our, our listener, Jack, yeah. that, that sounds interesting. Interesting and, and very complex. I, and maybe we could fashion some sort of advice out of it for this girl. Yeah. But here's a simpler solution. 
she should tell if she likes them both and she wants a little bit longer to decide you know tell the college boyfriend who doesn't know what even though they they ended up living close to one another they don't really know kind of what their life back in their hometowns are like like i i met friends at college who it turns out lived so close to me but i never knew them all my life and so i didn't really know how they kind of moved around where they went what they did in my local area so uh, provided she feels confident that she can avoid him all summer just mm. tell the college boyfriend you're like you every summer it's a tradition you go and work at a at a camp for for you know for kids or for people who are afflicted by butt drip or something like that <laughs> you know and, and so you know obviously you are giving up your summer so with this new boyfriend you. yeah but, but you'll get no but you'll get you'll get his full attention while at college and then you'll have at least one last summer with the high school boyfriend to, to try to figure out if it's real or not yeah yeah i mean i mean again i hate to say it, this is one of our go-tos but there's you know there's always a, an occasion where a good lie is going to be the remedy <laughs> goes without saying for yeah. sure yes <laughs> well there you go happy i think that's great advice happy sunday morning or sunday afternoon as it is now i hope you all have a great rest of the weekend thank you tim yeah yes thank you thank you, you got tim. so much of it thank left you greg yes <laughs> yes enough enough left yeah enough, enough. Left. Yeah, enough. Well, we're going to do some more party ba- uh, balcony partying around here. Oh, yeah. Last night we were partying on my brother's balcony. Today we're going to party on our balcony. Nice. nice. Party on balconies. I you do are know a you balcony like party partier balconies. for sure. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> be yeah, careful. Yeah. Just be careful. I will. I'm going to go watch that's Gremlins too. Of the dangerous places to party, I'm balconies is probably up there in the top 10. Like, yeah. just, you know, let's get completely fucked up and have a flimsy little fence. Mm-hmm. Between us and sure death. Yeah. It's right yeah. under zip line over an alligator pit, I think. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Right? Exactly. So be careful. Oh, we'll be careful. All right. <laughs> Let me know how Gremlins 2 turns out, Jack. I will. I'm sure it's gonna we're gonna learn some new stuff. It's gonna be Gremlins mm-hmm. three, honey. Oh, Gremlins that's, three. Yeah. I haven't I even seen wait. Gremlins two. <laughs> you better catch up. <laughs> I mean, no, I mean I'm a purist. I mean, for me you couldn't improve upon Gremlins and so right. <laughs> to watch a sequel some seem bad i mean there's only one godfather 2 in the whole world panorama of movies and you know, i feel the, the yeah. chances of a sequel that's outdoing true. the original that's Jurassic already been Park, done baby aliens no. no star wars no maybe cannonball run 2 maybe Ooh, <laughs> if you're I, a dom deluise fan I wanted to see the further development of those characters. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And right, it didn't right. disappoint. They evolved. Right. <laughs> <laughs>